Good morning. Hi, Charles. Hi, Trent. Good morning. Good morning. We're back, baby. We are. We've had some <laughs> scheduling conflicts, but we're here. We're and I like to say better than ever, personally. Yes. That's what I like to say. Back and better than ever. And so excited to talk about lumber today. Yes. Yes. Lumber and Danus. What's happening, Trent? Oh, a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, we're going to just start at what has been the most popular news we've had over the past couple of weeks. We're still kind of looking. I decided to kind of fo- uh, focus on the last two weeks, even though we've been get lo- been gone a little bit longer just because, you know, I mean, we don't want to go too far in the past. So um, the number one article that everyone has been reading is just it's kind of just a rehash of a similar um, topic that's already been brought up before, which was a Boise Cascade acquisition. Um, they had completed their acquisition of uh, Bosco or um, uh, Brasco, rather, or Brockway Smith Company uh, that happened at the beginning of October, October 2nd. So um, they're in Massachusetts, if I remember correctly. Does that sound right? That's right. So, yep, that was all completed, and they are now going to be, I believe, integrated onto their distribution side of their business at this point. Exciting news for them. Very. Yes, yes. So, you know, there is actually a handful more that we're going to be doing. There's been like, in not even all of these have are going to be in the top ones, but I will say last week especially um, was a very interesting week because there was a lot of acquisitions. So, if you've been getting our newsletter and everything, you probably would have noticed that. <laughs> so, it's been it's been kind of interesting. All these things have like new ones as well as updates on old ones. So, back on to the acquisition area, which was USLBMs back on track making more acquisitions again. So. <laughs> They acquired uh, Manning Building Supplies in Florida. So first one they've honestly made for a little while because, I mean, they were kind of on a spree doing some like every couple weeks there for a while, it seemed like. And yeah. then at least, you know, almost bi-monthly. But since the beginning of the year, kind of been a little bit slower. They were kind of doing some re um, readjustments on how they were handling other operations, as most people in the industry are probably very aware of. I mean, right. if you on the credit side, oh, my goodness, are you aware of how chaotic that was <laughs> of the uh, – changing around of all the billions and things of that nature i can't imagine acquiring that i mean my brain cannot process that because i know what it goes into just any sort of system accounting erp anything and then you're buying these companies that have different erps and then different people and you don't want to make them do it your way but they have to some do some things your way and then you have to get benefits and all i mean like that it's wow it's a bit it's a big deal every single one and they do multiple Yep. Well, I think they got it down to an actual absolute science at this point in time. And I think that to your point of all of that, I think that is why they kind of did a little bit of um, reorganization just to make things a lot more streamlined for themselves as well as for all the customers. So, you know, the billings weren't going to, what was it, 70 some different subsidiaries. Now it's just basically two. Right. Yeah. So. They would have to do that eventually. <laughs> exactly. Super fun to handle on the credit side, though. You're like, oh, my goodness. Switch on <laughs> you guys know that or... US LBM is owned by private equity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes, so yes. It's like, it's like they acquire everybody, but they got acquired yep. by private equity. They got yes. owned by private equity. sold the private equity so they could acquire. That's like step yep. one. You see private equity, then it's like, in my opinion, Private equity buys a lumber company. The next step is for that lumber company to buy more lumber companies because the end goal is to grow big enough to go public because someone has mm-hmm. to get paid somewhere. Right. Or they sell out to another private equity. That that yep. is a choice too. But right. I think that eventually the goal is to go public. USLBM did have filings at one point in time, like I think it was 2006. 
17, 18, 19, where they can stay. They had the uh, prospectus and stuff they did for to go public. If you go back, if you look at the SEC, you can actually look it up and see that. So oh, they really? had it out there, but they never actually went to fruition with it. Interesting. Yeah, I also I really wonder. I was like, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> we should look up when they when they sold the private equity because 2020. I was just looking it up. 2020. They sold to Bain. Um, was it Bain Capital? In Bain private Bain Capital private equity at the end of 2020. I okay. wonder if that's their first or their second because I feel like they go on these like second, ten year. Usually, it's like a ten year deal until then. You have to either go private equity, a different private equity, or you go public. Mm-hmm. Anyways, exactly. If I was a betting lady, okay. Uh, <laughs> I looked up who owns Bain Capital. Bain Capital it. It's owned by Crescent Investments. Like how many, how many, you know, when you like look in a mirror with a mirror and then you just go back all the mirrors. <laughs> is that what this is like? It is. Now do Crescent. So in 2015, Kelso and Company, which they're also private equity, um, they acquired them, um, the majority of the interest in USLBM. Oh, interesting. In... in... 2020 at 20 that's when they had the um bank capital acquired the most uh the majority stake from kelso at that point so yep they are on their second round potentially <laughs> so it was about what was it six years different uh, five year difference so you know <laughs> but i mean within that five-year period there was a massive amount of growth so i mean that's mm-hmm. what they did in that five-year period mm-hmm. like a lot of companies don't do in a 20-year period so i mean right. it was pretty substantial i mean they don't play around they're one to watch <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So who owns Crescent Capital? Sun Life Financial. Who is that? I'm sorry. Sun Life Financial. Oh, you're Financial? going up the chain still? <laughs> yeah, she's still she's still going. <laughs> and we're gonna follow the money and it's gonna be Jeff you're Bezos. You're gonna go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bezos. We can move on. I'm gonna just keep Googling in the background. I can't wait till the find of the end one. I'm I'm gonna be excited to find out what it is. <laughs> So the other one is a um, NAR article about pending home sales in August. So pending home sales slumped in August. They were down 7.1% from July. So that kind of makes sense, as you can imagine, because as the next part of it notes, the high interest rates have, you know, kind of have they've gone up to over 7%. So what do you kind of expect? I mean, it kind of goes hand to hand, obviously, at that point in time. If our listeners could see my face, they would see my sad face <laughs> since my house is listed and we've had no activity. Oh, really? Yeah. That's surprising, that. though. Mm-hmm. It's like dead out here. Really? Well, I mean, I guess I did see a report. I don't know if it was this one. It might have been a different one where they were speaking of different um, areas that in their valuation. I think they did say that the. Um, um, no, that wasn't you, actually. That would have been up in Washington, I think. That wasn't this one. Washington, I think, was like one of the top five like overvalued markets like currently. Really? In the, the Seattle area. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'll have to find that, that yeah. article. But yeah, but it wasn't Portland. It was Washington. It was a uh, Seattle area. That's what it was. And it was Pacific Northwest somewhere. Close. It's been pretty quiet. So we'll see. Well, I mean, around here, anecdotally, I mean, I know still a lot of people are just, I mean, even with interest rates are still getting you know they're still selling them but it is starting to like i'm gonna be interested one of my friends who's um is a condo down in florida they just put it up yes uh two days ago and it was a hefty price compared to what i know that they bought it for because they bought around the time my friend did so 
I'm going to kind of be interested to watch that one because it's in a, you know, a very, a very desirable area. It is extremely expensive compared to what it should be relative, you know, to five years ago, you know, these interest rates. So if it doesn't sell quickly, then I mean, it would have sold, I would have imagined like literally four or five months ago, probably already like easily. But so far, I haven't heard anything yet. So maybe it is yeah. starting to slow down. I mean, I think it's slowing. But I mean, I, I looked at your test case. case. Yeah, I looked at an assessment. I mean, just like a breakdown yesterday where someone was showing that basically like the difference from now compared to a few years ago, if you're looking at like the rates at like, well, basically we got locked in under 3% compared to now, you're almost paying like a double in interest, essentially. It's incredible. You are paying over double in interest. And I mean, when you're looking at that on a house that's already up, you know, twice as much as it, or like, you know, not twice as much, but you know, like a pretty high percentage from what it was. I mean, it's insane how big of a difference that is just in three years. It really is. It's wild. Somebody come by my house. Okay. we can. <laughs> so in a um, more um, in a, well, I guess we could actually go in a similar vein and we can come back I and mean, this isn't in order per se, but um, the mortgage bankers association um, announced last week that there was also kind of in tandem with what you'd imagine um, that there was a decrease in mortgage applications over the um, last week. So you're starting to really just see, you know, everything, you know, kind of do what we did, kind of been wondering what it was going to happen with it. And now with, you know, other events, you know, going on across the world, as well as, you know, the upcoming election, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting coming 12 months to say the least of seeing how all of this stuff plays out. I mean, it's going to be, I think you're going to see a lot of changes, obviously, you know, and I mean, I don't know. I really, at this point in time, have no idea what to expect anymore. I really don't. I yeah. just, just kind of holding on and embracing at this point in time, to be perfectly honest. I don't know if you have any other thoughts one day at a time yeah i mean yep. i don't not look forward to election years that's for sure that's when it just seems like everything everything that could happen happens not to sound depressing yep. but everything gets very heated and divisive and i the last one we had was 2020 and i am not looking forward to, i'm not looking forward to it. i wish you it say meant that, positive change but never really does they do say that historically rates come down in election years so especially hopefully. if there's a re-election. <laughs> but if the elect if the rates come down, the home prices are gonna go up because everyone's gonna wanna try to buy a house and then there's gonna be bidding yep. wars and then I'm gonna get screwed. No, you'll have you'll be great because well, yeah. are you talking about buying or selling? I was talking about buying. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you can be sell great it though. Selling, so you got that. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sell and move my parents' basement for eternity. There you go, right? Why not? You don't mind five of us, mom, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, then, uh, we can switch to more just normal news that may or may not be this is neutral, so it's not happy or depressing. So we'll go that way, which is... We like that. <laughs> LW Supply um, announced six new branch manager promotions um, across the U.S., uh, People throughout, like like Texas, the Chicagoland area, um, Georgia. So just kind of a little why on that one there. You know, people can reach out and look if they, you know, they're looking for the people within their market if they're interested in that one. Uh, LP Building Solutions, they opened a new um, facility in Bath, New York, which is a uh, pre-finishing facility for their uh, their LP branded smart side expert finish product. So pretty cool because it's a 90,000 square foot facility. And it's going to bring in uh, 60 new jobs in that area over the next few oh. years. So it's pretty cool for that area. That is cool. See their products everywhere. Paper wrap. Oh, 
all over the place. Mm-hmm. Even when you're driving, <laughs> you just see him being hauled everywhere too. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the personnel area, which is kind of what we're going to be going through the next couple ones. Um, do a best announce their um, new hires for October. You know, they usually do have a monthly one. It's kind of a very nice one at the beginning of each month, kind of telling who they are in the different departments. So it's kind of a nice little summary there. Um, not going to get into details on that one. <laughs> um, but another one that announced some organizational moves was East Eastern Engineered Wood Products. Um, they welcomed on a new sales manager, which will be pretty cool. He's going to be managing the outside sales teams in Maryland, Lower Delaware, Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Georgia, which wow. are all like kind of newer markets for um, uh, a lot of those are newer markets for the company. So pretty exciting times for them, you know, to kind of, you know, be able to see more expansion in different areas and whatnot. Yeah, that's exciting. Maybe someday I'll, we'll be big enough that we'll announce our monthly new hires, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, hey, yeah. we hired three people this month. So that's pretty. So far. Yeah, so far. It's pretty good. There you go. Make a PR, send it over to me and I'll, I'll put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know we will have some for you coming up here. Natalie's still working on it, but um, yeah, you'll have a new one. New one. Ooh, teaser. Do, do, do. Teaser. Patrick Lumber <laughs> teaser. <laughs> and then the last one for the top ones is that um the uh, associate builders and contractors uh they announced that you know construction um area had added uh eleven thousand new jobs uh for non-residential um, in September and that non-residential employment contracts had um increased. It was I believe. I forget what the increasement was. Uh, three point eight percent. Sorry, <laughs> I was getting that confused because I was like, I think the jobs that came up was two point eight. So I was like, ah, I couldn't remember if they were the same or not. <laughs> so now, for a little bit of a um, looking uh, a look forward for what's coming up, there was a couple of new um, things that are going to be posted in the upcoming news articles, which is Spartan Forest Products. They hired a new consultant for their um, southern region, um, Lauren Ciro. Hopefully, I did not butcher her last name. If I did, I apologize. <laughs> so it's excited for them for that um, new area. They're kind of trying to, you know, get a little bit more expansion in there. And then another acquisition that um, happened recently, at the end of last or the middle of last week, uh, WF Cabinetry Group. Uh, they acquired Wood Harbor Molding and Millworks in Iowa. It was in uh, what's the city in Iowa now? Uh, Mason City, Iowa. I want to say Iowa City. I was like, ah, it's not Iowa City, Iowa. So, um, they, made, they are, um, um, I should say, WF Cabinetry is owned by HCI Equity Partners, so another private equity one. Just because I know that Chelsea's going to want to start looking up the chain on that one again, probably. <laughs> yeah, where'd you get Chelsea? Did you get to the it's end? It's never of the chain? ending hole. Well, okay, so basically, to go back to that was, um, there's, it's it's investment groups. So like what you might see on your like 401k or if you have, if you have some stocks going into Vanguard, Vanguard owns quite a bit. There's 10 top 10 owners of Sun Life Financial. So a couple of them you might recognize RBC Global Asset Management. Um, that's Royal Bank of Canada, um, McKinsey Financial Corp, the Vanguard Group, TD Asset Management, Fidelity, um, BlackRock, BMO, um, so I think what this means is that we actually own these companies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope that they do well. <laughs> yeah. Man. Keep up the good work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep For up hours. the good work, guys. 
<laughs> Just hope Thank people are spending your... their money wisely. Thank you for your investigative journalism, Chelsea. As yeah. always, as always. On the um, fly, too, nonetheless. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's how we do. It's got to find it fast. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's kind of all i got for this one so awesome well thank you for all the updates we appreciate it upbeat news business is moving and shaking as usual so we like to see it um and what we'll see you guys in another week or so yep sounds like a plan soon thank you thanks thank you bye have a good one